Check out the newest addition to our podcast lineup, Meet the Experts. This week, I sit down with Bill Broussard of JB Auto Care to discuss the folly of electric vehicles and more. Available wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcasts and at HowieCarshow.com. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. So one day, a student named Harry, who wanted to be an auto mechanic, raised his hand. Dr. B, he said, the only thing I need to learn how to write is needs breaks. Ah. Come on, wake up. So he was joking, of course. Uh-huh. That's so funny. Last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. I, I know uh, you just heard. Did Jill already speak, my wife? Sounds like you have mental problems, man. Yeah, you got mental problems, man. Yeah, it really does. So if phone records were to reflect that you were making phone calls from the same location as the condo before November uh, 1st of 2021, if phone records reflected that, yes, sir. They'd be wrong. They'd be wrong. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. 844-500-4242. We are on social media today, Rumble, etc. There, there, no there are no solar flares keeping our fingers crossed here. 844-500-4242, Before we talk about uh, Fannie Willis's uh, problems, I want to just say that, uh, that, you know, we're getting close to Super Tuesday, March 5th, and the South Carolina primary is tomorrow. President Trump will be speaking at 4 p.m. today, and we may pick up a little bit of it live whenever it occurs and so, so what we're going to do is uh, we're, we may take a little bit of that live. But before we get into Fannie Willis and uh, the, the rest of the South Carolina primary, I want to mention that on, also on a March 5th in Massachusetts, Super Tuesday, in addition to the presidential primary, it will also be the election of members of the state committees, the Democrat State Committee and the Republican State Committee. Not much of a battle in the Democrat side, but the Republicans – it's a it's been a, a long dragged out fight between the people who want to destroy the party known as the Kool-Aid cult Jamie, Jim Jones Lyons a a former uh, uh, Mondale and uh, Ted Kennedy and Mike Dukakis supporter he was running as a Democrat when those guys were at the top of the ticket at, versus Amy Carnavali who's been a Trump person for her entire life and it's just a, it's just a big mess and Jim Jones Lyons with some help from uh, DoorDash a deal, uh, the uh, the failed candidate for governor. They uh, they they really did wreck the party. Left left when Jones Lyons was ejected as chairman of the party. The party was basically broke, bankrupt, hadn't paid bills, had uh, funneled uh, money that was due to vendors to uh, to favored candidates, hired private detectives to uh, track Republican state committee members as well as. Uh, Mara Healy's uh, older sugar mama girlfriend. Just just a total waste of money. They lost every single race. They lost 10 legislators. I want to keep Amy Carnavali, the, the 
lifelong Republican and Trump supporter. She she was a delegate to the to uh, Cleveland's convention, also in 2020, but that was a truncated convention. But she was a she was an original Trump supporter. While uh, while Jim Jones Alliance, who's now claiming to be a big Trump guy, was uh, backing Ted Cruz and ripping ripping uh, Trump to shreds on social media and inviting uh, Cruz to his barn, et cetera, then, then uh, demonstrating against Trump, I'm told, on, on the uh, floor of the convention in Cleveland in the summer of 2016. So I, I want to keep the Massachusetts Republican Party alive. The Kool-Aid cult and Jim Jones Lions and DoorDash deal and all the rest, they almost killed it. They came very close to killing it. It's it's just getting off life support. They the Republicans are starting to win some races. I want to keep the momentum going, so I'm going to be I'm going to be pushing some uh, candidates, and I'm going to uh, we're going to be uh, giving you some tips on how to vote. You may have already gotten some uh, some videos sent to your uh, text mess text videos sent last night, and. Uh, the, uh, the the Kool Aid cult, uh, you know, the uh, toothless acolytes. Uh, they're they're getting getting on their walkers and crawling around and uh, ripping me and ripping everybody who wants to win elections. So, I just want to let you know what's coming next week and to get, just give you a tease. We tw- we just tweeted out a uh, story about uh, Jim Jones Lyons and uh, his his real record as a, as a Democrat and as an anti-Trump uh, flack. And we also tweeted out some stuff about DoorDash deal and some of his uh, some of his rather unsavory supporters like uh, Dean Tran, who's now up for on welfare fraud, federal charges and state charges of stealing a firearm. And another one of his dear pals, we have pictures of him with this guy, Russell Morris, who is a uh, he got he's a uh, he's a dear friend of uh DoorDash's campaign manager, Amanda Orlando. He's got another hearing coming up in Salem Superior Court on March 4th. He's charged with uh, various counts of uh, a statutory uh, rape, uh, rape of a minor under the age of 14, indecent assault and battery on a minor. We got pictures of him with uh, Jeff Deal, who's uh, one of the leaders of the Kool-Aid cult. So just, just check it. Just check it out. Just... Just check out what the cool. If you hear anything from the Kool Aid cult this weekend about rhinos, just just to take it for what it's worth, and we'll spell it all out for you in great, even greater detail than than right now. You you can see at Howie Car Show on on Twitter. 844-500-4242. So it, it's another bad day. For Fannie Willis, the district attorney of Fulton County, and her uh, her boyfriend Nathan Wade. They they swore under oath. Under oath, that's under pains and penalties of perjury. That's what that means. Technically, if you're not a member of a protected class, you could be indicted for perjury. You could be sent to prison for lying under oath. But they're Democrats, and they check all the boxes. So they didn't worry. They told the court. The, Fannie Willis, of course, is the woman that's prosecuting uh, Donald Trump on these fake charges about find the fraud in the election. That's the, that's the money quote. Find, the, Trump said find the fraud. That's what the Washington Post reported on the front page. There was only one problem. He didn't say that. They made it up. Why? I, I know. It's, 
stop me if you've heard this from before, the Washington Post ran a phony news story. They were going to give themselves a Pulitzer Prize for it, too. But then they discovered a, uh, that there was a tape of it, that there was a tape of the actual audio recording. So they did what the Washington Post, the New York Times, rhino Repu- real rhino Republicans, Democrats always do. They tried to destroy the tape, but they couldn't do it. So, so they decided to indict Trump anyway for uh, trying to uh, interfere in the election returns in Georgia. And Fannie Willis, the DA, was put in charge of it from Fulton County, and she hired her boyfriend to be the the uh, the head prosecutor, even though he had no experience in criminal cases as either a uh, defense lawyer or as a prosecutor. She, she's paid him almost seven hundred thousand dollars. But so they some of the some of the um, lawyers for the other defendants, as you know, found out that uh, that they were having this affair. And so they brought that last week. They brought him into court, the judge in Superior Court in Fulton County, and uh, they they were questioned under oath. The Fanny Willis and her boyfriend. They said, "When did you start sleeping together?" I think she said, "Not not before I hired him in uh, late 2021." She, they never slept together, and that's just. And, and so now it turns out that. They, the uh, Trump Trump's lawyers, under a subpoena, one of their private detectives got all of the cell phone records, including the GPS. Trump's lawyers, this is from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Trump's lawyers relied on data collected from Wade's cell phone and cell phone tower transmissions to track his mo- movements. It seems to contradict Wade's testimony last week, again, under oath, sworn testimony, in which he said he visited Willis at her condo no more than 10 times before he was hired. Actually, it was more like 35. It also indicates Wade twice arrived late at night at the condo and left early the next morning in the months before Willis and Wade said their relationship became romantic early in 2022. They, and again, I, I keep repeating this. They said that under pains and penalties of perjury. Now it appears their testimony has been, as they say, impeached. Both Wade and Willis testified last week that they did not spend the night together at the Hapville condo. That's in South Fulton. That's what they always kept calling it, South Fulton. The timeline is important for two reasons. If Willis and Wade were a couple before she hired him, it raises the prospect that she may have violated at least the spirit of the anti-nepotism laws, although Fulton's policy specifically focuses on family members. More importantly... Both Willis and Wade have testified under oath that the relationship began in 2022. If defense lawyers can prove they lied under oath, it could constitute perjury. You know how many phone calls they made? They were just, they were just you know, acquaintances. During the first 11 months of 2021, they exchanged about 12,000 texts. I think that's even more than uh, the FBI lovebirds, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. They also made 2,000 phone calls to each other. 2,000 phone calls, 12,000 texts, and and he made 35 visits to her condo. Think of your own dating history, whether it's ongoing or in the past, whatever. How many times did you visit your significant or wannabe significant other's place late at night before something happened? Let's put it that way. Did you? Was it 35 times? Now, so according to the cell phone records, they... This guy visited late at night 35 times, made 2,000 phone calls, 12,000 texts, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. 
Very believable. Very believable. 844-500-4242-508. What's wrong with Trump saying find the fraud? I don't think there was anything. It was just a, uh, it made a good headline to say find the fraud. So that that's that's why they went for it. 844-500-4242. The Thunderstorm 3-pack from my friends at Eden Pure are back in stock. Yes, they had a mad rush over the Christmas season, but now they are good to go. It's not a surprise that everyone wants and loves the Thunderstorm due to how well it works and how affordable it is. Dave Henchy has one in every room at the Nosset Beach Inn. Paul Rizzo has made multiple purchases, and Dr. Matt the Vet swears by them. You've texted and emailed me asking when the Thunderstorm air purifiers would be back, and the answer is now. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm is an odor eliminator that is small enough to hold in your hand and doesn't take up any floor space. It also doesn't need filters, which saves you time and money. For pet odors, cooking smells, tobacco, musty basements, and everything in between, you need the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. Taylor, where are you using yours these days? Mostly in the basement, it's uh, running 24-7 downstairs, takes care of any musty smells that come with having an older home or just uh, having a collection of eclectic things down there that uh, bring in all sorts of odors. But it does a great job at getting rid of them, it eliminates the scent, and replaces it with a very fresh thunderstorm smell. It ionizes the air and gives it that, that charged smell that you get right after a, a nice summer thunderstorm. The Thunderstorm Air Purifier 3-Pack, back in stock now. Order now at EdenPureDeals.com. Use code HOWIE3. That's HOWIE and the number 3 to get yours now. That's EdenPureDeals.com, code HOWIE3. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show. Check out the newest addition to our podcast lineup, Meet the Experts. This week, I sit down with Bill Broussard of JB Auto Care to discuss the folly of electric vehicles and more. Available wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcasts and at HowieCarshow.com. You're listening to the Howie Car Show. 844-500-4242. Today's poll question is brought to you by Buyer Auto Transport. Nationwide auto shipping with a Seabrook, New Hampshire location. Don't trust your vehicle to a big, impersonal online broker. Do what I do. Go to buyertransport.com. That's B-A-I-E-R. B-A-I-E-R transport.com. Taylor. What's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is what happens next to Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade? They're thrown off the case. They're, they'll be thrown off the case and indicted for perjury. Nothing. They're Democrats, or they'll get hired by Harvard as DEI professors. By the way, Harvard needs some more DEI people, uh, a third a third DEI administrator slash professor slash box checker at Harvard University has been charged, credibly charged, with at least 40 counts of plagiarism in her Ph.D. dissertation. Try not to let this destroy your faith in the integrity of Harvard University Veritas, founded 1636. I'm going to say... Nothing will happen to them because they're members of protected classes. 50% say nothing. They're Democrats. 26% say they'll be hired at Harvard. 
15% say they're thrown off the case. 8% say they're thrown off and indicted for perjury. <laughs> yeah, those are, uh, those are people voting with their hearts rather than their brains, that 8%. They're never going to be indicted. Eight, four, uh, I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. 844-500-4242-508. Wade and Willis were spending all that time after midnight counting her cash. Do you know how long it takes to count $15,000 in cash? As a matter of fact, I don't know how long it takes to uh, count $15,000 in cash. I've never had that much in cash. It's always seemed like a very bad thing to have that much cash wherever I lay my head, as she so quaintly put it. 844-500-4242. Wayne, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Wayne. I, I I just saw something on my phone. I don't know if it's fishing or whatever the hell. Um, something about Trump uh, is off the Colorado and Maine. Is, is that true or is that just some no. baloney on my phone? No, that's not true at all. By the by the way, speaking of Maine, uh, I, I I was impressed by uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He's filed a suit to get on the ballot as a third party candidate in Maine. And uh, in in uh, in his filing against uh, Sheena Bellows, the Secretary of State, the one who tried to throw Trump off the ballot, even though he hasn't been charged, let alone convicted of insurrection, he described Sheena Sheena Bellows, the uh, I think she's appointed Secretary of State, as a Democrat partisan hack, which I thought was a very very uh, accurate way to put it, and especially for a Democrat himself to to call her a Democrat partisan hack. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Is that a Harvard sweatshirt? Must be uh, cold in Florida. You know what? I when I knew I was going to talk about Harvard again today, I put on my Harvard sweatshirt. But under under Harvard, it says brewing. It's the Harvard. It's my Harvard Brewing Company T-shirt. That was a uh, a brewer in Lowell, Massachusetts, until the nineteen fifties. Then it went out of business. It was picked up by uh, Hamden Harvard. It became Hamden Brewing Company. Became Hamden Harvard. I remember that beer from my youth. That was made in Chicopee, eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. So this is my nearest connection to Harvard, the Harvard Brewing Company, Hamden Harvard. Western Mass listeners of a certain age will remember Hamden Harvard. Mr. Garcia, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mr. Garcia. Yeah, um, yes. I want to know as a black mayor in New York. Why the black people not saying something? You give me two thousand or three thousand dollars, go illegal for gift card. Why the black people not saying nothing? That's the problem I'm having. Well, I think some of them are saying something, Mister Garcia. Number two, I think it's a lot more than two or three thousand bucks. I mean, if you, uh, they're saying now, if it's if you have a if you have a family of four illegal alien criminals in New York City, you can get a card. A debit card that can be spent anywhere, by the way, anywhere, not just on food or necessities or diapers or medicine, but on anything you want. And you can get $15,000 on your debit card for a family of four. That's pretty good, isn't it, Mr. Garcia? Wow. Hey, tell Taylor and Grace to give you a mustache, a, a black wig, and you say you're a Mexican and you get $15,000. What do you think? Why, why do I need a black wig? I mean, the, you know, when Mexicans get old, their hair turns white, too, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, some. But <laughs> I wanted to, to, give, to keep you young. <laughs> 
Maybe I need a black wig just because I can get one card worth 15000 if I go in with my regular blonde hair, white hair, and then I can put the wig on and go in and get another one because they're not going to check anybody's ID. That's, that's one of the benefits of the program. Everything free in America. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. 617 says, you are truly an anomaly, Howie, if you don't stuff your ventilation ducts, coffee cans, mattresses, walls, crawl spaces, and underneath your floorboards with cash. What do you mean that's not perfectly normal behavior? I told you when First Republic looked like it was going out of business last year, we had a most of our money in First Republic at the time. And uh, before it could go out of business, uh, the mailroom manager ran down to the bank. It's within walking distance of where we live in Florida and uh, took out a, a lot of cash, but nowhere near 15000 bucks. And I was sweating it. You know, if you've ever been burglarized, you always have that in the back of your mind that it can happen again. And, uh, you know, I remember being burglarized the first time and lost like you know, some electronics and a couple of little uh, heirloom type things that had been given to me for my kids by my parents who are now deceased. I was very sad, but I would have been much sadder if I had lost eight, ten thousand dollars cash that we had, that we had grabbed out just in case the bank went under. Uh, I, I mean, it's I, I don't I don't buy what she's saying, and I know that uh, one of the uh, one of the state-run media found some winery that she went to in Napa Valley. Oh yeah, she paid cash. I'm sure they remember people paying cash, 150 well, bucks, two years later. Right? Well, case closed, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why we had this whole hearing. If somebody saw her buy a bottle of wine with cash, what was this whole thing for? Right, right. And I like the way the uh, I like the way the uh, New York Post is reporting this story. On 35 occasions, Wade was in the vicinity of the condo. Willis was subleasing from her friend. This is the friend, by the way, who testified under oath herself that they were definitely having an affair for an extended period of time. It was pinging for an extended period of time between April 1st, 2021, and November 30th, 2021. It's always the pings, Howie. Do you notice that? Yes. It's always the pings nowadays that are going to get you. You know, I was thinking about that this morning. You, you know, I, you know, all those gangster books I wrote. You know, the Teddy Deegan was the guy who was killed in Chelsea, and uh, the FBI decided they had to frame some people to protect some people they liked. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like today, you know, with Smirnoff and Hunter Biden. But nothing's changed. But this was 1965. There was a guy, Louis Greco. He was convicted of murdering Teddy Deegan. He's one of the four guys who was convicted. He died in prison more than 35 years later. He was on death row for a couple of years before they abolished the death penalty. You know where he was when uh, Teddy Deegan was murdered? Where? Down here in Florida. Down here in Florida. If only they had had cell phones. What? I don't. But, you know, the FBI was trying to frame him, so what did it really matter? You know, they probably would have convicted Louis Greco anyway. He was only a World War II combat hero. Well, didn't Whitey Bulger and those guys used to walk around Castle Island because it was, like, harder to track or something? Yeah, well, Whitey Bulger, you know, I looked at, uh, you know, I, I 
listened to some of the, I didn't listen, I, I, I have listened to some of the stuff, but the transcripts of what he would say. And, you know, like, uh, unlike uh, Jerry Angiulo and Larry Bayoni and those guys who would like drink, they would, they would drink this, uh, you know, uh, cognac and get stoned and just, uh, you know, yap. Whitey Bulger was always a, did you see the guy meeting at the usual place, the usual time? Because he 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 uh, had an understanding that it could be wiretap. Yeah, and also wait. So when they would walk around Castle Highland, I think it was just when they were talking. They they figured it was harder for anyone to overhear them because right. it's so windy when you walk that that well, loop. But well, how also he- when I was going from the Herald to Channel Fifty Six down on Morsey Boulevard, I, I would have to go by the liquor store and that the Rotary there in South Boston. Yeah. and and when the weather was warm. Whitey would always be there uh, outside because of all the ambient noise from the cars, and no one could. Even if you put a, uh, even if you'd put a uh, a bug on the uh, on the lamp post, you you couldn't pick up anything. There was so much noise. That's where he always would stare at me when I when I drove by. But Howie, it would have been a lot easier, and it was a lot easier to get away with things then. But also, criminals had a healthy dose of paranoia. They were trying to cover their tracks. When you look at Fannie Willis, when you look at Nathan Wade, and of course they're accused, no one's been, you know, convicted of anything yet. But when you look at this, there is a lack of paranoia. People are very bold showing up at 420, at 3 o'clock in the morning. And guaranteed, a lot of people are asking, I saw Megyn Kelly put on social media, what are you going to, like, someone's house at 320 in the morning for? uh, It's not that exact thing, but something along those lines. And I will say, in Nathan Wade's defense, we know that he works 24-7 based off his billable hours. Okay, So there's a chance that he was just you know, figuring out a case or something. But I'm amazed at how people don't even attempt anymore. And you could you could also tie this into the Bidens, Howie. Nobody even attempts to be sneaky. There's no well, effort. You know, you know, whatever happened to, not that I recall, to the best of my recollection, I do not recall, these two just went out there and flat out lied, knowing, knowing that uh, they were going to be asked these questions. Well, he well, well. What I love is that and it's it's really funny because we were having this conversation today. Nathan Wade said that any of the phone records that would show that he was pinged near her home would be incorrect if they were before. <laughs> if they were, I have that. Do you want to play it, Howie? Yeah, go Taylor, play that. We, he, this might take a second, Taylor. Go back to my cut sheet from today. And it's cut nine. It says Nathan Wade flashback phone records before November. 20th. Would you say that was frequent? When I say frequent, do you think prior to November 1st of 2021, you were at the condo more than 10 times? No, sir. So it'd be less than 10 times. Yes, sir. So if phone records were to reflect that you were making phone calls from the same location as the condo before November uh, 1st of 2021, and it was on multiple occasions, the phone records would be wrong? If phone records reflected that, yes, sir. They'd be wrong. They'd be wrong. Okay. Yes, sir. They would be wrong. Just ask Joy Reid. But, Howie, that's an unbelievable thing because he must – he's a lawyer, right? So he must be thinking to himself, oh, he's asking this because he has the phone records. I, I've never heard a question phrase like that where you don't assume the person has what right. they're I talking mean, that, about. That's, a, that's another one of those things you learn in law school, which is never ask a question in open court unless you know the answer to it. I mean, this is this is real ba- – I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I know that, right? I, I mean, everybody who spent more than – 
an hour or two in court knows that. Or watch Law and Order more than like once. Right. A quick 30-minute episode, you'd learn that in. And again, what I, did? so uh, did you spend more than 10 times? Did you go there more than 10 times? Whatever happened to not that I recall? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. That was a long time ago. Just, he, but he said, no, sir. No, sir. The cell phone records would be wrong. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if this is, if that's going to be the next thing. Like, how can we trust the cell phone records? It's all a giant Well, I mean, again, that's the Joy Reid excuse, right? The, the hacker hacked in to the cell phone towers. Some, some and- vicious, honky cracker Mr. Charlie's ha- hacked in. And it's it's this most blatant act of racism since 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 they uh, accused all these uh, fine black women at Harvard of plagiarizing. Howie, I want to give you an update now on uh, tomorrow's primary in South Carolina. So I, let me get you. Can I give you an update, Grace? Sure. Nikki Haley's going to lose <laughs> big time. So I, I thought you might say that. And so what I decided to do instead was just to give you a couple of headlines that Nikki Haley is probably not happy about. So when you type Nikki Haley into Google, this is what comes up. This is from The New Yorker. Nikki Haley lost the South Carolina primary back when she was still governor. That's the New Yorker. This is the New York Times. How Nikki Haley, South Carolina became Trump country. This is Politico. She abandoned us. Haley's South Carolina problem isn't just Trump. So, yeah, to to add to what you're saying, it's not looking good for Nikki Haley. And also, it's it's going to be a double whammy because I don't think in the future, I don't know if she has presidential ambitions in the future. I again, I think uh, I think she's just mainly concerned with the, with the Benjamins at this point. She's she's going the uh, Paul Ryan, John Sununu, now now Christopher Sununu uh, route, you know. She's just looking for the big bucks as a, in Washington as a lobbyist. Speaking of rhinos, how did you see Jeb Bush today with a piece in the Wall Street Journal? Yeah, very interesting. Somebody sent me an email, Howie, this guy, and he's like, Grace, I was so, I really like you, but there's always a but when you get an email like that. I, I really like your show, but I was so disappointed in what you said about Jeb Bush today. I thought it was a great op ed, and I thought he did a great job. And I was sitting here going, I said that. I didn't say he didn't do a good job. I thought it was cool that even though he hates Trump, we know he still hates Trump, and the Bushes are always going to hate Trump. He can understand, which is right. very difficult for a lot of people to do, he can understand why this is dangerous, not just for American citizens, but for the business environment in New York and across the country. Right. Right. Again, he, he understands real uh, elementary history, which is if they can come after somebody else, they can come after you next. Absolutely. Grace's News is brought to you by Tux Trucks, GMC Fisher. Two big names in snow removal. GMC and Fisher get both at Tux Trucks, GMC Fisher, and Hudson Mass. Tux Trucks can build a GMC Fisher plow combination that will easily move more snow for you. So talk with the sales consultant at Tux Trucks, GMC Fisher, and call 1-800-MY-TRUCK. Now, Howie, the State of the Union is coming up soon, and we've heard that Joe Biden, in uh, to kind of get prepared for it, he's going to finally try to do something about the disaster on our southern border but there's also news from politico that he's planning to hit food shrinkflation and corporate greed in his state of the union address and hopefully so, so hopefully gonna, junk I mean, feeds I think he's as well more, i think he's more you know interested he, he's he seems more uh, emotionally connected to the shrinkflation and the ice cream 
But it would be <laughs> difficult <laughs> to to take a, a half gallon, which is now down to what fifty two fifty ounces, and take it and and carry it with him for like an hour from the White House to the speech, and then hold it up. So he's gonna probably have to go with a Snickers bar, don't you think? How you? This is kind of like that thing they say: write what you know. You know, give a speech on things you're passionate about. Right. But I'm just not a fan. I know what you're saying, but I'm not a fan of props and speeches. They do that a lot at the South Boston uh, St. Patrick's Day breakfast. People lately have been bringing props to it. Oh, they've always brought props, yeah. It doesn't translate well because people in the back can't even see what you're holding up. Hey, you know, someone was talking last night about uh, the price. Now it costs, if you order an extra slice of cheese at McDonald's, at some of the McDonald's, it's a buck fifty. So maybe he could just, do you know how much an extra slice of cheese is at McDonald's? And he could just reach into his pocket and come up with a piece of, bent piece of cheese. But like everything, American. like everything Yellow, else, this, orange. this administration is telling us, and I don't know if you saw that headline today from Paul Krugman, where he said Bidenomics is doing extremely well, or the headline was something ridiculous. They're trying to tell us that Bidenomics is doing so well, and then he's going to get up there and complain about how everything costs so much. He's been president for four years. Yeah, but, but see, it's not it's not his fault. It's the greedy corporations. The greedy the corporations. You know, whether it's Big Oil or Big Snickers or <laughs> Big Ben and Jerry's, they they were all under control when Trump was president. But but now somehow. They've they've run amok, and they're uh, they're they're hurting, they're hurting working members of his favorite unions like the IEBW. You know what we should really you do. You know the guys who work at Tulsa Motors making EVs. The week of the State of the Union, Howie, we should really start taking some uh, some guesses on how long it's going to go for. Because now there's all these stories coming out. Oh, you know, uh, Biden's supporters are worried about how often he's using cheat sheets. Like, as if he hasn't been doing that, again, for four years. Yeah. But yeah well, we- he's taking them to the, uh, donor, to the, uh, to, to the donors in, uh, in L.A., in, in Hollywood. And oh, like in private? Yeah. Did you see? There's a story in the New York Post about that. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I don't, see, I don't see what that's a big deal. I mean, if he, if he can't remember the names of reporters that he sees every day or, or, or members of his own cabinet, for goodness sake, that he meets with or should meet with on a regular basis, how the hell is he supposed to remember the names of people in Hollywood? That's a good question. Howie, that's it for me. All right. Thank you, Grace. Exciting news from DiStefano Hair Restoration. They are proud to unveil their latest breakthrough, the no-shave FUE hair transplant. Say farewell to those days of shaving the back of your head before a hair transplant. Dr. Highness and his team have mastered this method, and they are eager to reveal the remarkable results to you. That's not all. Dr. Highness has another announcement for all of you. He and his team understand the importance of looking and feeling your best, especially with the economic challenges we are now all facing. That's why they are rolling back to pre-COVID pricing. They believe uh, that affordability should never be a barrier to regaining your self-confidence. On top of this, for this month only, he and his team are offering an additional $1,500 off any hair transplant procedure exclusively to listeners of The Howie Car Show. To take advantage of this incredible offer, call 800-460-HAIR. That's 800-460-4247 and say, Howie sent me. When it comes to hair restoration, why settle for anything less than excellence? DiStefano Hair Restoration has been transforming lives and restoring confidence for over 30 years. Their track record and online reviews speak volumes. Are you ready to take the first step towards a more confident you? 
Rediscover your confidence with DiStefano Hair Restoration, where dreams of restoring your confidence become a reality. Dr. Hines gave me my hair back. Let him do the same for you. Don't wait any longer. Begin the journey to regaining your confidence today. Call 800-460-HAIR today. 800-460-HAIR today or visit hairman.com and say Howie sent me to take advantage of these incredible prices. I'm Howie Carr. Howie will be right back after this short break. Howie Carr is back. Yeah, you know who else is uh, killing the American consumer with shrinkflation and greedflation? I'd appreciate the uh, text reminding me of it, 508. Big meat! Big meat! When are they going to get their big meat boot off the throat of the American red meat eater? 844-500-4242. Kevin Frisbee! Hey, I haven't heard from Kevin for a while. What's going on, Kevin? Good. What's happening? Hey, how... Hey, I, I listened to your show last night. I tried to call in talking about high inflation. And I don't know, specifically mention the the housing factor here in the state of Maine and these illegals coming into the state and the state funding these brand-new build-outs. Right, like in, like in Brunswick. And yeah. expenses. Yeah, for two, for two years, Howie, in brand-new buildings. So it's a direct reflection on the high inflation because, you know what, you take the rest of that, that housing and give it to the illegals, it presses the rest of the housing market and makes the, the rents higher, makes the, the real estate higher and more unaffordable. Yeah, I mean, the same thing's happening in Massachusetts. They have a program called Home Base, and it's the same thing, thirty grand, And uh, they're just going to hand yeah. them the money. And apparently at these, uh, at these uh, flop house motels, the, uh, some of the people, are, some of the illegals are saying, hey, where's my house? I'm tired of, sp- I'm tired of being here in this, uh, you know, in this disaster that, you know, me and my fellow uh, illegals have created. I need a house. So, what, you know, what's going to happen to the neighborhood when they move into these houses or these apartments like in places like Brunswick? That, that's a good question. We've got a flop house uh, hotel here in, in Lewiston that uh, was a Ramada. and used to be, like you talked about last night, used to be a, a great place where businesses would hold events there, the chamber would hold their breakfast events there. They can't go there anymore because it's, it's full of illegal immigrants. I know. It, it's... And and I don't th- and you know they keep saying well they they'll have plenty they're making so much money they'll have plenty of money to remodel it. I from what I'm being told they're just they are just flat out destroying these places top to bottom. And Kevin, you own a lot of real estate. You know what it's like if if a place is totally demolished. I mean it 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 it's prohibitive to repair it, isn't it? It's at a fir- at a certain point. Oh, you know they they ratchet up the heat. You have infestation of bugs and yeah. and bed That's, bugs and all kinds of problems. I mean, you know I, what? Nobody's going to go stay there after they leave yeah. there. No, I wrote I wrote about that very thing, ratcheting up the heat and the and what happens when you get the heat up to eight, the into the eighties. The bugs that are, you know, hibernating or you know in whatever deep deep thaw or whatever in, in during the winter, they uh, they come back in and they breed in the winter, and suddenly you have all these bugs that you normally don't have except in uh, warm weather months, and it's it's just terrible. I mean, they're, they're, these places are being destroyed. And it used to be places where the middle class went for, for whatever reason. People like Fanny and Nathan sometimes went there for their low-rent rendezvous. But 
No more. No mas. Thanks, Kevin. I'm Howie Carr. <laughs>